Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Once again, it's the Sports Beat with Richard Holders. I'm excited about this show. Going to talk about Ole Miss and their week one victory over Louisville. The new college football rankings are out, and I will preview week two matchups. And with NFL week one approaching, what are the expectations for the Falcons? Let's get right to the show. We had one game last night in college football. And Ole Miss, without their head coach Lane Kiff, who was sitting at home watching this game on TV, Ole Miss came out and defeated Louisville 43-24. to It wasn't even close. Ole Miss was up 26 to nothing to start the first half. Matt Corral had a pretty impressive game. 22 of 32, 381 yards and a touchdown. And the Ole Miss Rebels, who take on Austin P, and then Tulane, could start 3-0 getting ready for Alabama on the 2nd of October. Lane Kiffin, even though he wasn't on the sidelines, he has made the difference in this program. And they have an explosive offense. And Louisville losing this game just caused the ACC to continue its woes. And the only bright side for the ACC is that I don't think Clemson is going to lose a single game. And Florida State looks a lot more competitive after that come from behind almost win over Notre Dame with McKenzie Milton at quarterback. So we have the new college football rankings that just came out. And no surprise, the Alabama Crimson Tide ranked number one after that impressive victory over Miami. And Bryce Young is the Heisman favorite up to this point. Now Georgia jumped in the rankings at number two. In fact, they got four first place votes according to the AP Top 25 after defeating Clemson in one of the biggest games they've had in three years. It was their first big win since the 2018 Rose Bowl. And Georgia is ready to run the table and possibly go undefeated all the way up until the SEC Championship game, which I think the SEC Championship will consist of number one Alabama, and number two, Georgia. And the loser of that game is not necessarily out of the college football playoff. Georgia's schedule gets easier as they take on UAB next week. Alabama will take on Mercer. Gotta love these non-conference matchups. Really an excuse for a Georgia fan to do something else. Ohio State, they jumped up in the rankings because Clemson lost. They were fourth, now they're third. After an impressive win over Minnesota on the road, C.J. Stroud looked pretty good. Oklahoma, however, they won against Tulane 40-35, to but that was not an impressive win, and they dropped two spots in the rankings to number four. Texas A&M is number five. Clemson dropped to number six, even though they lost. It was still a good loss by a top-five team, and Clemson has an outside shot at making the college football playoff if they're able to win out and if they're if the ACC and if the ACC starts looking good two teams that jumped high in the rankings Iowa and Penn State Iowa is ranked 10th and Penn State 11th UCLA jumped into the rankings they're now 16 after defeating LSU and Auburn 
makes the top 25 for the first time this year. Some of the teams that dropped from the rankings, LSU, Indiana, Washington, and Louisiana. So looking at the marquee matchups for week two in college football, we don't have any Thursday night games because that is the opening night in the NFL. On Friday, you have the Kansas Jayhawks who won a game for the first time since 2019. They're taking on a Coastal Carolina team on the road. Coastal Carolina is ranked 17th, and they're favored by 25 points. Some of the key matchups on Saturday, the big game of the week is the Oregon Ducks taking on the Buckeyes of Ohio State in Columbus, Ohio at 12 o'clock. That is the noon kickoff game on Fox. Oregon may not have their top defensive player, Thibodeau. He might be out with an injury. Locally, you have Kennesaw State taking on Georgia Tech at noon. I said yesterday on this show, I think Kennesaw State can upset Georgia Tech. And I know that's in a retaliation for how bad Georgia Tech has been. They were embarrassed by Northern Illinois 22-21. to And Jeff Collins is not the answer at coach. Georgia Tech needs to go back to their philosophy, their identity of that triple option that Paul Johnson had, and they had some good teams with those triple option teams. Of course, you got UAB taking on Georgia at 3.30. Texas A&M taking on Colorado, another Big 12 former foes playing each other. Texas A&M used to play Colorado just about every year when they were both in the Big 12. Now Colorado's in the Pac-12 and Texas A&M is in the SEC. Georgia Southern taking on Florida Atlanta. Of course, Mercer taking on Alabama. The big game that College Game Day is going to be in Ames, Iowa, as Iowa is going to take on Iowa State. I have to look and see if that's the first time two teams from Iowa play each other and they're both in the top 10. Texas is taking on Arkansas. That's going to be the primetime game on ESPN. These two teams were rivals in the Southwest Conference. Texas had a very impressive win with Steve Sarkeesian, and they will travel to Fayetteville, Arkansas to take on the Razorbacks. Georgia State will travel to Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina that fell all the way to 24th in the rankings after losing to Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. And Sam Howell is one of the Heisman favorites. He has got to have a bounce back game. And one more local team of note out of NCAA Division III, LaGrange College will start their opener against Barry College here at Callaway Stadium in LaGrange. So it's nice to see the Panthers back in action for college football. High school football, I'm excited about some of the matchups we have this weekend. I'm looking at that matchup Friday night as Troop County will take on Hardaway. Uh, That game is going to be in Columbus. That's always an exciting game. Auburn is going to host Dothan. And Central is going to take on Jefferson Davis. So you have some matchups as Shaw taking on Northside over in Columbus. And you got Spencer taking on Jordan. That game is going to be on a Thursday night because Carver is taking on Kendrick Friday night. Always great to talk about high school football as we get ready for week four and I'm going to have my special high school football show Friday night. What I'm going to try to do when I get down to the stadium and I call the games, I will go Facebook live, live from the stadium. My next home game that I'm going to be announcing is Friday, September 17th as Russell County will take on 
the Rebels from Lee High School out of Montgomery, Alabama in a 6A Region 2 matchup. And that field at Corbett Stadium is going to be ready. They got the turf down. They got the Jumbotron. They got the they got the press box. Everything is ready to go. I am excited about doing that game. All right, some of the Major League Baseball matchups yesterday on Labor Day. We had the Giants beating the Rockies. That game was televised on ESPN. And the Dodgers beating the Cardinals. Max Scherzer with 13 strikeouts. The Giants still have a one-game lead on the Dodgers. The Braves had the night off, and they will take on the Washington Nationals at Truett's Park tonight. Max Freed will go up on the mound against Palolo Espino. And the Braves locked up Charlie Morton for for a contract extension. Charlie Morton looks like he is going to be their number two starter. The Braves starting rotation is starting to take place with Ian Anderson coming back from the injury. Max Freed is their ace. Charlie Morton's going to be their number two starter. Ian Anderson looks like their number three starter. Then you have Drew Smiley. You have Tukey Toussaint. You do have some starters in the rotation that can help. But the Braves' three starting pitchers are set. And hopefully they do well in the postseason. As right now, the Atlanta Braves have a one and a half game lead over the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies were able to win last night by beating the Brewers 12 to nothing. They hit six home runs in that game. And Zach Wheeler pushes his record to 12 and 9. He's been a very impressive pickup for the Phillies. And I believe that the Phillies found their ace. I remember there was a time when the Giants had Zach Wheeler and they traded him to the New York Mets for Carlos Beltran. Not sure why they did that. I think Zach Wheeler would have been a great addition for the Giants. But that was back in 2011. And the Giants went on to win World Series in 2012 and 2014. So there's neither here nor there. All right, what is going on with the Los Angeles Lakers? They pick up DeAndre Jordan. They're getting all these veterans for minimal salary. They're trying to win a ring. I think they're overdoing it. They have a bunch of old guys. What's going to happen when they run the floor against a team that just likes to go up and down the court. I don't think the Lakers are the favorites to win the NBA title. I actually think the Brooklyn Nets, with the addition of Paul Millsap, they also have Blake Griffin, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. I think that group of team, if they're healthy, they are the favorites to win the NBA title. And I still think that the Nets are the odds-on favorite to win the NBA title. I think the Lakers can get to the NBA Finals, But you still have teams like the Denver Nuggets, the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, the Los Angeles Clippers, teams that are very talented. And I just think the Lakers are too old. The NFL season is approaching, and I'm looking at some of these week one matchups. The Dallas Cowboys will kick things off by taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, the line went up. Tampa Bay is now an eight-point favorite. The Cowboys are going to be without their offensive guard, Zach Martin. What does that mean for the running game? The Cowboys average one yard less a carry when Zach Martin is not in the lineup. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers has everybody back on offense and defense. They have, in my opinion, the best wide receiver core with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And Antonio Brown is not a bad third option at wide receiver. The Buccaneers are looking great this year with their defensive ends like Jason Pierre-Paul and Vita Veda and Shaq Barrett. The Buccaneers with Levante David, they have got a great team. But I'm going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. They will take on the Philadelphia Eagles 
on Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Falcons are favored by three, but you don't really know what you're going to get with this Falcons team in this new era with head coach Arthur Smith. I could easily come on the air on Monday and talk about how Jalen Hurts dominated the Falcons and Matt Ryan was pedestrian. So I'm not sure if the Falcons can win this game. You got the San Francisco 49ers. They have named Jimmy Garoppolo the starter going into week one against the Detroit Lions, a team that the 49ers are favored by seven and a half points. There were talks that Jimmy G and Trey Lance were going to share quarterback duties, but Jimmy G has been named the starter. And I think that this is one of those games where the 49ers can show their might and head coach Kyle Shanahan could just throw out the arsenal with brand new head coach Dan Campbell who doesn't feel like a head coach. He feels like a motivational speaker. And I'm not buying what the Lions are doing. Yes, Jared Goff got the Rams to a Super Bowl. But Jared Goff is a downgrade at quarterback. When they had Matthew Stafford, they couldn't win. This Lions team is dysfunctional. They have not made a Super Bowl. The last time they won a playoff game was in 1991. I do like DeAndre Swift as a running back and Panay Sewell as an offensive tackle but the Lions don't look like a very good team they're one of the worst teams in the league and I think the 49ers are going to blow them out it doesn't matter who's at quarterback for the 49ers because they have a very dangerous team one matchup I am looking forward to is the Browns and the Chiefs as the rematch of that divisional game where the Chiefs won 22 to 17 I think the Browns look a lot better this year and so I'm looking forward to seeing how well the Browns will do You got one game where the Packers are taking on the Saints. That game has been moved to Jacksonville because of Hurricane Ida. And the Saints are not going to have Michael Thomas. But Jameis Winston has been named the starter. I want to see if this is one of those years where Aaron Rodgers plays with his hair on fire. He does have the best wide receiver in all the game. However, left tackle David Bakhtiari is out with an injury. And that could be a big difference with a big pass rush like the Saints have going up against Aaron Rodgers. That could be problematic. I am looking forward to seeing the debut of Saquon Barkley this year coming back from that injury. He should be a go for week one. Same with the 49ers and Nick Bosa back from that horrific injury. And then of course on Thursday night, seeing Dak Prescott out there is just going to be inspirational. I cannot wait for the NFL week one. This is going to be a busy football weekend with high school football, college football, and the pros. You got football every day. It is wonderful from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and you get a day off with football Tuesday and Wednesday. No football on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. That's all the show I have for you today. So I'm going to do a new thing on the show. I'm going to start having my show in the afternoons. I think that it will be a lot better. You get a little bit more better content. So stay tuned. What I will do is I'll have this show on about four or five-ish. I will get it published onto my podcast and you'd be able to listen to it at nighttime. I think that that will be a much better situation for people that subscribe to my podcast. And then on the days that I'm calling games on Friday nights, I plan on going Facebook live. So you don't want to miss those shows. I will talk to you tomorrow and I hope that everybody has a great remaining. I hope that everybody has a great remainder of your day. Bye everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, 
Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.